Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. And for the last at least three, four months, I've kept my mouth shut about COVID and what I believe is going on behind the scenes. I was having a chat with my friend Neville Wright yesterday, who's the founder of Kitty Care, very successful businessman. Uh, and he asked me, why have you kept so quiet on all the COVID stuff? Why have you not been talking about it on your lives and publicly? And it got me thinking. And I gave him an answer, which is probably not one for public consumption. But it spurred me to break my recent silence on what's going on in the world. Now, um, I want to give you a fair warning here. This may not be popular. <laughs> I certainly risk... Um, polarizing people or um, pissing some people off. But I think it's time that I gave you my real thoughts on what's going on in this COVID situation. Um, and really, for me, I think most people need to shut the fuck up and get on with um, cracking on with their business and uh, focusing on what they can control and trying their best to look after their staff, to look after their clients, to look after their cash flow, to change or adapt their business model and focus on what they can change. Now, my opinion about whether it's a conspiracy or not, or whether the lockdown is right or not, or whether Boris or the government are handling it well or not, to be honest, my opinion doesn't mean shit. And actually, most people doesn't either. Now, we're all entitled to our opinion. And I will never um, remove that entitlement to anyone because we all have the freedom of speech. But I think it's vital that we understand when an opinion is just an opinion. And I think there's far too many people out there on social media and chatting like they're the freaking experts on it. Um, when six months ago they knew nothing about it and they're not in government and they don't know what's going on behind the scenes and they don't know who's pulling the strings. And the problem I have for you, I, I'm thinking about what's best for you, is when you get so consumed with what you cannot control, that's a freaking waste of time. Because you could put all this energy and you can put, you know, you can rant and you can really get on your soapbox and think that um, something is fundamentally wrong. But if you cannot control it, what can you do about it? Now, look, maybe the time will come when we should all go down to central London and, um, you know, have a march and make a stand. I don't know. And I'll leave that to you. This isn't really what I'm going to cover on this um, episode. But what I really do believe is that, um, like, if I was in government, and I never will be, 
actually shouldn't say never just in case. But I really believe that businesses, small and big, need more support. And I believe that um, the furloughing system was really good. But if there is going to be a second lockdown and we're having this tier system, then businesses need more support. Uh, and they, we have to think about the knock-on effect to businesses and the economy. Now, I did say at the start of this episode, I'm not really going to talk about the conspiracy theories and you know the data or the apparent data or, or that um, my opinion is fact. What I will say this is this though, and I think this is my little bit that you can take from me, and then we're going to move um, towards productive, positive outcome for you and your business. Because entrepreneurs follow me, so I, I talk for entrepreneurs, which is one of the reasons why I haven't given my opinion. Do I think it's a conspiracy theory? Do I think it's right? Do I think they're using a sledgehammer to crack a nut? Do the, do the masks help? You know, should we not have been in lockdown at all? Should we just let this play out? All of these things are my opinion, but people don't follow me for that because I'm an entrepreneur and I help entrepreneurs. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anythings. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. But one thing I do really think is that we should be looking at the consequences of our actions reacting to COVID as much as we are what our actions do reacting to COVID. So if we're supposed to be looking at cases and deaths, surely we've got to look at what are the deaths and the cases like mental health, um, you know, and, and suicide uh, and bankruptcies. Uh, you know, and unemployment, all of these things are going to have a knock on because of lockdown and quarantine, etc. And whilst I really do understand it's a poison chalice to be in government. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector. I'm a watch investor. And those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk and he sources the higher end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him, I've used him for many years and recently we've done a partnership 
Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. It's a poison chalice to be Boris. Everyone thinks they could do better and know better. And let's be honest, it's one of the hardest jobs in the world. So I think that's important to say. But I don't think that there's enough focus, enough data, um, enough projections on what the cost of second lockdown and what do they call it? Circuit breaker lockdown, the initial lockdown, the damage to all the businesses when you can't have get togethers, the leisure industry, the travel industry, the unemployment the suicides for small uh, business. So this is going to happen. And if that outweighs, or to be honest, my opinion, my opinion is that um, this could outweigh what's happened to try and protect us from the um, virus. Um, the, ramific- the ramifications of this could be huge, huge. And so we could end up making a bigger problem. But Park that now. What can you do about it? That's really what I want to talk about. You can pivot your business. So um, in early lockdown for sort of the first two months, I was talking quite a lot about COVID, but I wasn't talking about what I thought was going on in the world. No one knew. I was talking about how can you react, pivot? How can you improve your business model? Um, What can you do to um, create a better product and service? What's the new market? Who are your new customers? What's the new opportunity? This is what you can do. And I believe this is what you should focus on. And if you find yourself for an hour or two a day talking about conspiracy theories and whether the government are right or wrong or or whatever, then I think you need to just get rid of that because I think it's a fucking massive waste of time. And probably, I don't know, let's say two weeks ago, but every time there's big news in the government, I'm having the same conversation 10 times with people because they're saying the same shit with, with a different opinion. I'm like, I can't get this time back. And how is it helping? And unless you can turn it into productivity and energy and solutions and service, then it's just a, a whole massive distraction. Now, people love something to talk about. People love something to gossip about. People think that they could do better than everyone else can do. And the government and Boris and Trump and everyone else. And in reality, if they're put in that situation, they probably couldn't. Um, so if I had one wish, it would be more support for businesses, um, you know, protect because, by the way, unemployment is linked to business. So some people say, oh, but Rob, you should be thinking about the um, consumer, the end user, the people on the poverty line, the people who are likely to be unemployed. Well, yeah, but if we focus on companies and businesses, small and big, and help them get through this and maybe um, help them finance um, their staff so that they don't have to make any unemployment and redundancy, then they're going to benefit. And that's going to have an, a, a cascading down uh, benefit. Um, And let's be honest, it's the private sector that funds the whole economy, pretty much, that funds the public sector. And I'm sorry, I'm going to have one rant here. But I have heard figures of something like 12 billion went into this track and trace app and, you know, spending money on trying to to track this virus. 12 billion. I mean, how much unemployment could you have saved? How many businesses could you have supported with that kind of money? What industries could you have saved? (laughs) 
I mean, man, you, you, know, you give a private enterprise a few hundred grand, they'll create a really good app. They're not going to, oh, anyway. Oh. Right, what can you do about it? You can um, look for the new opportunity. You can serve your clients even better. You can offer a better value product and service. So I'll give you some examples of things we've been doing. We run masterminds which are online and um, because obviously now they can't be face-to-face. So what we've done is while we can't do face-to-face, we're giving the onlines free. So I reckon we've given about, um, I have seen some data, but let's say it's 2,000 online masterminds or one-to-one mentoring sessions to our clients. It might be more. Now, uh, an average cost of £650 per session, that's millions of pounds worth of training that we've given for free to our community to do our bit to help them through this difficult time. So that's, that's, so what can you do for your clients to look after them and serve them better? So that's one thing. And um, we have pivoted our business model. We have changed our delivery mechanism because we can't do face-to-face. Um, so now we have, I think, 14 new online courses that we didn't have in February. So that's another thing that we've done to react to the changing market. We have launched a brand new online course on um, making money on Shopify. So not only have we uh, pivoted our business model, but we're now offering education and training in the new business models. Well, not new, new, but you know what I mean. The business models that we weren't teaching before that we are teaching now that are making money right now. One of our trainers does about two million pounds a year on Shopify as a sort of um, a solo entrepreneur, um, high profit margin as well. Uh, and, and everyone knows that all the money is now going online with uh, Amazon, generally, commerce, Shopify, Etsy, whatever. So um, we can react to the training that we give you. We can react to the extra service that we provide. We can react to the new delivery mechanisms like um, using more go-to webinar, using more Zoom. Um, we are offering some new online mentoring and mastermind programs that we haven't done before. We've got Black Friday coming up soon and we're offering a, the, be- the best, the single best deal we've ever done on a Black Friday by a mile. And I'd said two years in a row, we're not doing this again. But because of lockdown, I feel it's vital now to pass on discounts um, and to, you know, to help our community as much as we can. I've been doing way more content. So I'm doing one extra podcast episode a week. I'm probably doing four or five extra live videos a week. We've done new supporter challenges. So we just did an e-commerce and Shopify supporter challenge. Um, and so, so we are, what I'm trying to do is not focus on the gossip, the scandal mongering, the scaremongering, the conspiracy theories, the right and wrong of how to deal with the situation. Because if I could affect the change, I'd get involved. If I was in government, if I could affect policy, I'd get involved, but I can't. And there is nothing more delusional and frustrating and unempowering than trying to change something that you can't change. You can put hours a day, you can put all your blood, sweat and tears into something and nothing fucking moves. Whereas what you can do is focus on your business, your clients, your community, and that is where you can make a massive difference. So summary then, Um, opinion is opinion, remember it's opinion. We're all allowed one, but only take opinion as opinion. Everyone thinks they can do better than the government, but they probably couldn't. Let's be honest, no, no one alive has ever experienced this. People say, oh, yeah, but back in 1912, when there was the last outbreak and there was the last lockdown, well, none of us were alive then. So uh, you, you've got to understand it's a difficult situation. That being said, if there's one thing I would say I would like to improve, it would be the support for business owners and companies. Because if we support business owners and companies and employees and we get rid of a load of taxes that are not needed um, and we continue the furlough and we help with, you know, the um, the job support schemes, etc. And we do more on that. And we invest more money in that instead of 12 billion on an app. <laughs> oh, 
then we'll have much less unemployment. Then we'll have much less knock-on mental health effects and suicides, um, you know, and company bankruptcies, etc. That's my one thing that I would say. Um, and stop talking about it unless you're in government and you can change it. And, own, and just imagine the one or two hours a day that you might talk about COVID to clients, friends, family members. Remember, imagine if you took those one to two hours a day and you thought, how can I solve problems in my company? What new product can I launch? What new service can I offer? How can I give my clients extra value and still make profit? What new products do I need? What new clients do I need to find? What new opportunity is there out there? You know, how has the world changed? What old ideals have I got to let go of? And what new visions, strategies and tactics have I got to, got to, got to reach out to? Um, actually, our company is more profitable on less revenue. Um, and to be honest, less, that, that is a, a bit of a dream, isn't it? Because whilst, you know, turnover is great, it is often vanity and profit is sanity. Um, and when you're pushing the turnover up and up and up and up and your profit margin is going down and down and down and down. So you've got to, to make more profit. You've got to make inordinately more amount of turnover because your margins are going down. Then that is a bit of a, um, it's a bit of a grind, isn't it? But um, we're about 30, 25 maybe now percent less turnover month on month since lockdown. But profit probably up 250%. Now, uh, I don't want you to think, oh, yeah, we're raking in the millions and the billions and living the dream because of COVID, because we are, um, we're stockpiling cash. It's really important. Um, and, you know, we've got to protect the, the interests of the, the company because that's the interests of the staff and the directors, but also, um, or shareholders, but also all of our clients and our entire community. Um, because, you know, let's be honest, it seems like this could last a lot longer, a lot, lot longer. And I don't think a lot of people have got faith in what, um, you, you know, that the solutions are right. Although, like I said, I, I do think it's a poison chalice. One other thing I want to say is um, this is the first episode. Uh, this will be on my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast as well, that, where I've even really talked about COVID for the last few months. Now, I talked about it in the early days, but only in terms of how you can change your business model, how you can react and how you can take advantage of it, or at least... Um, survive through some challenging times. And then I stopped. And I've seen a lot of people use COVID every five minutes to do live videos and podcasts. And they built a whole brand and a new podcast and, you know, a load of interest and attract, uh, they've attracted a load of, um, you know, commentary and built a, a, a brand off the back of COVID. But for me, that's not a long-term play. My job is to help entrepreneurs. That is my job. That is what you follow me for. Um, and so um, I chose not to use it as a gimmick uh, in order to just get cheap um, followers. And I don't want a load of people following me who are conspiracy theorists on COVID and, you know, how they feel that the, um, you know, the, the virus was a conspiracy and that it was actually planned and that we're being controlled and we're being manipulated and masks and cashless society is all part of control Orwellian, um, you know, rebirth. I don't want a load of people following me who believe in that. I want people following me who uh, want to make a difference in the world. Um, people who uh, are proactive and productive and produce and make a difference in society and want to start and scale a business. Um, uh, and so that is why I've been silent for a long, long time. Quite a few people have asked me, Rob, why haven't you been putting your thoughts across on, um, on COVID and what's going on and what do you think they're all up to and all of that? And that's why I've kept quiet about it. Um, so now I've broken the silence. Um, but to summarize, you can only control what you can control. So put your time, your thoughts and energy into that. People will talk about to you about COVID till the cows come home and they will rant and moan about it. And everyone thinks that they're right about their opinion. Um, but that will waste hours a day. And that, those hours a day you can't put into being productive, proactive, reactive, 
um, and to create new products and services and new opportunities and who are your new customers and where are the new markets and what are the old ideals you have to let go of and what are the new strategies and tactics and income streams and solutions that you need to focus on. Uh, and uh, that is what I think. So if you think this is useful, please share it. If you do have um, go-getters and entrepreneurs and um, people who actually want to talk less but do and prove more, then if, you, you know, if you're that kind of person and you have those kind of people that are in your network, please could you also share this video. Um, and let's focus on what's most important, looking after those that are struggling, serving our clients, offering extra value, uh, creating new products and services. We are allowed to make profit, making sure that you control your overhead, making sure that you uh, preserve cash, um, making sure that you um, leverage online and e-commerce and um, you know all these other new business models that are going to thrive out of these disruptive um, Darwinian times. Um, if you look back through history, these times actually produce a lot of big future companies uh, and those that can see the new opportunity um, and uh, actually take advantage of it and, and change their business model and react to the situation. They're the ones that win and win big. So this could be the best opportunity you've had in a long, long time. Um, many of our competitors either stopped, um, changed, uh, went bust or, or, or broke up. Um, I, I can talk about that another time when it's a little bit more public knowledge, but we've been involved in either supporting some of those or, or acquiring some of those. That, that, that's not happened for the last 10 years. I mean, two years ago, the competition are, in our space seemed to be huge. And now it's obviously, um, it seems to be a quarter of what it was. So we have got um, natural selection market share. And, and that's actually a massive upside. And you could do that too, um, if you can seize the opportunity. So be careful what you focus on, control only what you can control. Discuss only what is relevant and productive for you moving forward. Um, and you will, you will win. You won't just survive, but you will thrive. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, rant over. I love you all. Um, like I said, this is going to go on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So um, make sure that you're subscribed to that. I know most of my followers subscribe to that. But if you haven't yet, you can find the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast on um, Stitcher, iTunes, um, pretty much every channel. I think you can even Siri it now and Alexa it. Um, and I think we're approaching our 600th episode. So we're going to do something special for our 600th episode. Um, I've just had a comment here. I just want to comment on this comment really quick. Um, Matt said, absolutely, positive and common sense. I think it is common sense, but I think common sense goes out of the window when there's a lot of emotion. And let's be honest, it's an emotional time and social media is emotional. Everyone you talk to is emotional. And when you get emotional, often the common sense is only control what you can control, only focus on what you can make a difference in um, and serve your community and your shareholders and your staff and your employees and look at the new opportunities and focus on the, the new business models and what new product services do you need to create and what existing products and services do you need to change. They're all common sense, aren't they? Um, but that just goes out the window. Or like Natalie has said, common sense is rare and not so common exactly. That's my opinion. My silence has been broken. You probably won't hear me talk about COVID for another few months now, unless it's a business opportunity for you, or unless I see a lot of people getting stuck and consumed, in which case I'll try and pull you out of the minutiae. You know, when if a dog um, is um, head down, ass up, digging, 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 head down, ass up, digging, 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 it can't actually see where it's digging. Does it know if it's digging in the right place? And I think a lot of people are head down, ass up, but they don't know where they're going. We've got to refocus on where we're going. Thanks for tuning in. Please make sure you share this around. I think it's a really important message. And remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.